Hi, welcome everybody. Today I am welcoming with me my beautiful friend Megan, who is here to discuss her taking on these ultra marathons and um, how inspirational that is for me. Sammy's on her lap now trying to give her <laughs> hugs and kisses. So welcome, Megan. Thank you. I'm so excited to have you here. So tell us, how, how did you get started on this journey of ultra marathons? Um, let's see. So after my first was born, um, we moved up to Wisconsin and um, I was eight months pregnant. And so I had had um, two babies. One was, you know, 15 months old. So basically I had two babies in the house, a new city, a new house, um, and, you know, not a support system around me. Okay. Um, besides my husband. And his family was there, but, you know, they were all busy with their lives. So um, I think my daughter Victoria was eight months old and... I said, man, I need to do something. So um, my brother, uh, Tim, who's a big inspiration to me, he had started running and, um, you know, I joined him uh, at the Thanksgiving Day Race, downtown Cincinnati, it's huge. Um, and my sister and I um, did that race and I remember running the last 20 feet because, you know, we saw the photographer, let's pretend yes. like we're running. <laughs> So that's me. Yeah, so I we did, did the that. Half marathon. I was like, come on, let's go <laughs> <Yes>. faster. <laughs> yeah, so we, you know, pretended so we could get our picture looking like we're running, and um, from there, um, I took on the challenge of it was kind of like a couch to five k training. You know, you run, you walk for mm -hmm. um, a five k um, in June, and um, I went. You know, Steve stayed with our two girls, and I. I was so nervous. I went by myself. I was so nervous I forgot my shoes. I had to turn around and go back and get my running shoes. And I went and I uh, I cried when I crossed the finish line. I was so proud of myself. So, And it was just me. It was something I was doing for myself. Um, I wanted to be a good mom and I knew that I was going a little stir crazy. Yeah. So, um, and then I did the 10K with my brother Tim and um, I think like three other members of my family. And then a mom friend of mine, uh, we decided let's try to train for a half marathon. So we did that together and we supported each other. We didn't get to run much together, but we got to, you know, talk and um, see how things were going. And, okay. you know, we had play dates with our kids so we could talk in between, you know, doing mommy things with, with the kids. Um, was this still in Wisconsin? Yeah, this okay. was still in Wisconsin. Still Wisconsin. Yeah. Okay. So we did a uh, we did a half marathon together, and her name was Rebecca, and we had um, it was good. You know, we had a, a lot of fun, and by that time, you know, Tim, my brother Tim, was involved in ultra marathons. He was okay. starting to get um, more serious, and I decided to start training for my first full marathon, and that was when my divorce happened. It all um, kind of uh, collapsed around then, and I was in the middle of um, kind of building up. And honestly, like doing that was a huge outlet. It was something I could control. Yes. Um, there was a, a like a cross training video that I would do, and the lady would say, you know, let go of everything else happening in your life and focus on now and. 
So I did, and my my mom was a huge support, my three daughters, and I moved down and started living with my parents. And I started, uh, you know, I was I was training, and I got a, a full-time job because I'd been a stay-at-home mom. And I had just, you know, I had this goal, and it was, like I said, something I could control. Right. So I went for it, and, um, you know, it was fun, and it was exhilarating, and... Um, it wasn't until I I had Lila, after I had Lila, I, um, my new husband, Kevin, and um, I had Lila, and Tim, Kevin, and I, my brother, yes. uh, Tim, and Kevin, my husband, and I were, I think we were, we were watching a Bengals game, and I had been training for the Flying Pig full marathon, and um, he was like, why don't you give a 50K a try? And the 50K is, you know, the shortest ultra marathon. It's 32 miles. And I loved running at the Nature Center. I know you yes. go there a lot. Yes. It's beautiful. And, it is beautiful. Yeah, so. But challenging because the terrain. Right, right. You're, you're up and down and it's yes. not just flat pavement. Right. <laughs> right. And Those steps can kill yeah, you. <laughs> right. It's softer on your, you know, it's softer on your joints right. and everything. So that's good. And, yeah, so I, um. It was two weeks after the pig. I did some trail runs, and I went up there and kind of just fell in love with it. You know, I feel like when I'm, um, when you're in a trail race and you're, um, you know, you get further into it, you get more spread apart from runners, and it ends up just being you in the woods. And I love that part of it. Um, I feel much more connected to God. I feel um, more at peace. It's just beautiful. Yes. And, um so I got hooked, and I trained again for another, um, actually started coaching at Tri-State Running Company, um, and I trained for another 50K, and that was in uh, 2016, the fall of 2016, okay. I did my second one, it was called The Broken Toe, I was up in Caesar Creek. Yeah, and I um, love following all of this on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, and that, and was, cool. that was hard, like, I think you have... Um, uh, they say running's bipolar. You have great runs, you have bad runs. Just like days, just like everything. Right, exactly. Life is bipolar. So, you know, good, good and bad, strong and and not so strong days. So I had been training for this 50K called the Broken Toe, and it was a bad day. Like yeah. I, And it was three loops, and that first loop was so challenging. And I was like, come on, you know, you've been training for four right. months. Like, you got to make this happen. And you know, being a mom and taking the time for yourself to train, and then you have this day where everybody else is doing something, you know, everybody else is safe and everybody else right. is accounted for and happy, and now you've got your goal on your plate. And I was like, this is not okay. You know, like, let's do this. And my brother was there with me. He was running that 50K, and he said, you just got to get through lap two. Um, and then, you know, lap three will be a piece of cake. And I pushed, and, and I was... Um, and I, and I did great once I got, you know, my head on straight. And once I realized, like, this is the goal that you've got in front of you. you got to do this. And, but that's um, like a life lesson in <laughs> itself. I mean, yeah. truly, because everything, every challenge we come up with, mm-hmm. we just have to remind ourselves, just keep keep moving forward. Yes. You keep fighting this. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to it'll yes. get easier. Yeah, but um, in the ultra running world, there's a book and... Um, I haven't read it, but, you know, you hear the words relentless forward progress. And, you know, if you're hurting, keep taking steps forward. Okay. Um, There's a song um, that 
uh, my oldest brother Tom had um, you know he really liked and it and it says if you're going through hell keep going um, because you know there's there's gonna be a light at the end of the tunnel um, and it might be a really long tunnel <laughs> you right. know? but if you're going through hell keep going so right. um, but yeah so I pushed myself and and you know was proud that that I made it happen and yeah. um, let's see 2017 started and I trained for the pig and did that 50k again my first one I did the the I did it for the second time the next year and I decided to go for a 50 mile run okay. uh, train to train for a 50 mile uh, ultra marathon and it was called Mohican and um, they have a 50 and 100 mile race there actually a marathon too and um, you know it's it's the end of June and it's humid yes. and it's but Mohican is just beautiful like it is. Um, where, where it's is it? Mohican State Park. It's okay. in the middle of like Cleveland and Columbus by okay. Mansfield, Ohio. Okay, yeah. And I grew, I went to high school in Lexington, Ohio, right by Mansfield. Never knew that this, you know, gem was in my backyard. I yeah. wasn't a runner when I was in high school, so right. I wouldn't know. Um, but I challenged myself to train for that um, in the spring of this year and um, all through spring. So the pig and the 50K, they were both kind of training runs for this 50-mile run that I did. Okay. And the 50-mile run was wonderful. You know, like it was a really hot day. And, and how many hours did it take? It took me, let me think, <laughs> 13 and a half. Okay. And do 13, you run 45. like mm-hmm. the whole time? Yep. You run the whole time. And okay. when you're running through um, Mohegan State Park, there's aid stations every okay. eight miles, every six miles. So they say, you know, um, run the mile you're in. And that's a, you know, that's a life lesson too. Yes. You know, be in the hour you're in or the be day in you're in. Be in this moment. Yes. Be in the now. Right? <laughs> so, yes. yeah. So, um, or, you know, look to the next goal. Like, don't think, you know, I've got 80 more miles to go. Right. You know, think I've got five more miles until I get to that next aid station or okay. until I get to that next support system. You know, I guess if you're thinking in the um, in the scheme of life versus runs. So um, I had a really great race. It was a really hot day, and I don't like running in the heat and for some reason it was just a good I I I guess the heat got to me a little bit but I don't know I just I was in a zone and I felt great and I had trained and you know I yeah. had put in a lot of work towards it and when I got done I was a little disappointed that the finish line was there and wow yeah that's I, so cool yeah I guess and then <laughs> there was another guy who I knew um who was really he looked a little delirious and and um the the guy that was there supporting him his name was scott he was like and you were all smiles and giggling and like um so uh i was like yeah it was good and you know i was proud of myself just because um it was or it's a very challenging ultra marathon yeah you know when i thought to myself could i ever do that hundred i was like oh you know like right that's then you'd start running through the night and you know okay so i was like well that was excellent and i was hoping that would kind of get the bug out of my system but it didn't and um uh so i decided to um well i didn't decide actually i was <laughs> i was looking for signs from God, you know, like, do I believe in signs from God? Yeah, I think I do, you know, like, and, um, 
I, it's a lot, it's a commitment for the family, you know, like it's not just a commitment for me. Um, I've, it is a commitment for me, obviously, but you know, you need the whole family to be on board, especially your husband. Right. And, uh, um, so, um, I was waffling, you know, and you know, when, when you finish a race the next day, you're hurting. Well, you're on the computer <laughs> looking for the next race, you know, like, <laughs> so it's like you're, you're uh, hungover from the, the night before, but you're looking for the next The hair of the dog, right. Yes. Yeah, right. So, um, I found a race called Tunnel Hill and it was a 50 and a hundred mile race. And, um, it was on 11-11 and 11-11 is a special day for me because it's my, my dad's mother, my Nana, who I was very close to, um, it was, it's her birthday. Um, it's an angel number two. Yeah. Right. So make a wish. So, um, I was like, Ooh, well that could be a sign if I really wanted to say it was a sign. Yeah. And, um, I went down to Atlanta, um, because I was my niece's confirmation sponsor and I had, um, brought my mom and dad down there and we were driving back and the, um, the car had kind of gotten quiet and we were, um, you know, just driving along and I started wandering, my mind started wandering to, you know, fall races and what I want to do. And, um, I passed an exit called Tunnel Hill and I was, and we, we drove right by and I was like, okay, God, like, could I you smack it. me harder yes, in the face? Right. So, you know, I decided to go for it and, um, you know, I didn't like to talk about it to anybody because it was, you know, kind of my personal goal. And I think it took me a little while to tell Kevin that I wanted to do it. And, um, it sure is fun to have people who get it. Um, but there are a lot of people who don't get it. And, um, but, uh, turned out the, um, there were six other people from Tri-State Running Company who were going to be there, whether they were going to run the hundred, um, one guy ran the 50 miler. Okay. So, um, you know, I knew I had, we're going to, I was going to have familiar faces there. Right. So when you're running a hundred mile, when you have a huge goal, you have to have a plan, um, one of the quotes that I remember is, you know, a, a goal without a, a plan is just a wish. Yes. And I'm big on my charts. I'm big on my plans. You know, I'm big on crossing things off, you know. Getting, Me too. Yeah, putting things on your to-do list yes, just my to cross them all. Yes! You saw my to-do <laughs> yes. list. I just was like, then they have my to-do list, yeah. and I love it when I can go delete. <laughs> right. So, I know. It's fun to check things off. Yes. And so, I made my my goal you know I looked uh, up on the internet I found like three or four training plans okay and some of them I you know I said to myself I can't do that you know I have mm-hmm. other priorities so like what what give an example what are some of those I mean, how, what is the training like so um you know some people can get up some training plans get up to like 85 miles a week <gasps> and that's cow, yeah, yeah so that's um if you work, if you if you're a mom, you know you got if you have right. if you can't devote you got a job, you know you can't devote a whole day in the middle of the week to running. So they call them weekend warriors. You know you do a lot of your longer runs on the weekend, and um, you know I I was sitting there looking at the training plans, thinking I can't do that. Like I right. have a family. Sundays are an important day for family. Um, my runs that I do on Saturday mornings, a lot of the time I'm home before the house is even really going. And I love that. You know, I can get my goal done from, you know, 6 in the morning to 10 in the morning and be home in time to get everybody else going. And by that time, you know, I 
my energy is up and I'm pumped, you know, to, to go forward to this soccer game or to that basketball game or to whatever activity we've got going on. So it really was something that helped me mentally get, um, know that I was doing something for myself. Right. Um, and man, there were many times where I was out on a run thinking this is so selfish, you know, but when I knew that overall my demeanor, my mood, everything would be elevated or more, um, not elevated, but just like strengthened and and even calmed because I knew, all right, I got my goal out of the way. Let's focus on my family. And I think that's true because self-care for moms or for anyone who has self-care if you are taking care of yourself, mm-hmm. it's amazing how much more you can do to yeah. care for the ones you love. Yeah, when you feel good about yourself, yes. um, you can uh, give more love and more support to everybody Absolutely. else around you. So, I remember feeling guilty about writing Yeah. and in, in closing myself off in a space mm-hmm. just to give myself a few hours. And yeah. I would, I would do that same thing. Yeah. Like, this is so selfish of me, you know, and I should be doing this or doing this or doing yeah. this. And yeah. I finally, finally, after years, mm-hmm. gave myself that gift. Right. And so I think you're giving yourself a gift. Yeah, it is. It is a gift. And, you know, um, I have a jogging stroller, you know, for Lila. I was and just going to ask if yeah. you ever bring the kids along. Yes, I do. For, yeah. And would I rather not? Sure. You know, especially, you know, when you have a... a crappy day and you're just looking forward to your run the next day it's nice to go out and be like oh you know yes. like it's just me I can think about whatever I want and I can right. uh, but um a lot of the times when I was training for Tunnel Hill I would bring Lila to the Miami bike trail and we would go and it was good because there weren't turns it was just the nice smooth jogging stroller and she loved it and right. mommy can I get out and run oh and yeah so um she would get out and run with me and we'd say ready set go and um, and she's three? She's four now. Four. Yeah. Okay, four. And so it's my, I'm training for my mommy's big race, you know, like, and, um, I, you know, I wanted this to have my daughters, they see my chart. A couple of them are like, well, mom, that's cool. A couple are like, why do you run so much? You know, <laughs> right. but, um, uh, yeah. To know that, um, you know, Lila's into it and she loves to, um, to get out there and, you know, I, I want my girls to realize that if you put something in front of you, mm-hmm. if you challenge yourself, you can do it. Like, even if our bodies aren't meant to run 100 miles, right. you know, but you can do it. And it makes even, it makes it even, you know, sweeter when you have the support of the people that love you. When I went to Tunnel Hill, um, Tim was there, my brother. He originally wasn't going to be there, and I think he saw how good my training was going. I was like, well, I better get there. <laughs> so um, he he was able to get out of an, uh, um, another uh, commitment he had made because they weren't in dire need of him, which was wonderful because I needed that. Um, but, um, excuse me. Um, I can pause it if you need to take a call. Okay. We're going to pause for just one moment. We'll be right back. All right, we okay. are back, and Megan was talking about uh, her brother being there for the yeah, just having mile. a having a, a big support system, you know, in any big challenge that you have in your life. I think the one of, I mean, I did what I could, you know, right. and I got my body prepared. But you know, 
it's not just about the physical, it's about the mental yes. and about um, having that kind of strength and that kind of support system too. So my brother who has run a few ultra marathons, he's done um, 400 milers. Um, he, yeah, like I said, he saw that things were going well and was like, I need to get myself there and he was going to be my pacer. So when you run these ultra marathons, you have usually a pacer and a crew okay. or a crew and pacers you might need. And, um, my sister who, um, she's my only sister. She lives down in Atlanta. Um, she signed up to be my crew. Actually, I asked her and she said <laughs> yes, because you have to think who is crazy enough in your life to stay up for 24 hours right. and run from place to place and restock you with fuel and, so um, that's give you what the they support. do. They, yep. they just like go to the next stop. They and, go to the next okay. stop and they're there to, you know, restock all the snacks that you need and the food and the fuel and the, the, you know, hydration and, um, change of clothes or change of okay. whatever you need. And, um, well, no, where was be there this? for you. Where was the So the now? race, um, Tunnel Hill is in Vienna, Illinois, which okay. is the, by Paducah. So that's Southern Illinois. Okay. It's on, it was on an old ro- railroad trail. So it was very different from Mohican. It wasn't, um, hot and humid and hilly and, you know, in the woods, it was, um, cold and it was the chilliest it was going to be at the beginning of the race. Um, it was cold and it was, um, much more flat. There were, um, steady inclines, but you know, it was an old railway. Right. So it was going to be flat. And so I did a lot of my training, you know, on the Miami trail or on the, the easier courses, um, or trails at the nature center. Um, and, uh, you know, but strength comes from hill training and stuff like that. But yeah, so Maria was going to be my crew and she, I knew was, um, for an adventure and uh, loves me and is supportive and right. wanted to be there because she um, she's always been so supportive of me and so she was there with me and um, then I had Tim come as my pacer and so for these um, these ultra marathons there's usually a cut a time or um, a mile a mile marker where you can have somebody join you and run with you okay and is that um, what a pacer is yes okay yeah so okay. they keep you going um, you know they give you good motivation I um, I got to mile 50 where Tim could have joined me and I was feeling good um, I my lowest point was at about mile 27 um, I think because the weather was the coldest at the beginning I was bundled up, and by mile 27, I needed to shed some layers. I think I was overheating. I may have been getting down on myself because um, I uh, was pulling myself back. So you see a lot of the 50-milers, runners, um, and the faster 100-milers, you know, going quicker. And But I knew I had my strategy. I had my plan. You know, I'm an Excel spreadsheet kind of girl. Like, I I was, yeah, I was thinking 26 hours is my goal. Like, that is, would be amazing. Um, let's do this. And, you know, then I had people talk about A, B, and C goals. So I made, so like two weeks before, I decided to make a 24-hour goal, my A goal. And you get a special buckle, you know, it says sub 24, really big on it. Um, and then 26 was my B goal and then 28 was my C goal. And I had, you know, the cutoff times and where I needed to be, um, at each age station, uh, the time. And I think I was, I was maybe a few minutes behind at that mile 27, but I just wasn't feeling good, you know, like my body. And I knew that 
I was probably overheating. So I shed my jacket, I changed my long sleeve shirt, um, which was soaked underneath, and I put on a fresh one, and I've, you know, you got a new buff, which is just the thing that can cover your, um, your ears and your, your chin and keep you a little toasty. And, um, you know, I'd gotten advice and, and one of them was like, you know, if something's hurting, think about something that's not hurting and, um, you know, have, be positive and, yes. and think about, um, what's going right. Not what, not what's going wrong. I love it. Yeah. Yes. So, um, sounds funny, but I thought about my neck a lot while I was running because it was toasty and it was warm and it was, you know, I don't know. It was weird. You know, like when, when, um, you know, my foot was aching, I, I thought about other things. We had a, a speaker at packet pickup the night before say she would sing, uh, 99 bottles of beer on the wall. <laughs> so I found myself doing that, um, which was funny. And, um, and this was when I was, you know, alone. I pray the rosary when I run. Okay, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I do that a lot, and and or I just pray a bunch of Hail Marys. Maybe not the actual rosary. Right. I pray a bunch of Hail Marys, and instead of us sinners, I put a person's name and pray for, you know, okay. blank um, now and at the hour of their death. Amen. Just a little morbid, but you know, I I pray a Hail Mary for. It's a meditative prayer. Yes. I mean, well, the rosary is a meditative yes. prayer, and so, so yes. and and it's and it's good to bring in the people that you love into your mind when yes. you're running and when it's cold and dark and um but uh and I had asked for prayers from you know my mom's group or from uh certain uh groups in my family we were all praying for you on Facebook yeah you were getting the updates yeah Milo was putting right. updates I know. out which yeah, was so super that was cool. cool that was cool yeah and, you know I um, it's almost more pressure when people know about it. Um, but I didn't want to not say anything because right. then you do have the motivation of people knowing about it and, and pulling for you. And I, around mile 70, it was tough. I, I picked up Tim at mile 60 and 60 to 70 was hard because it, I was tired and, you yeah. know, it was longer than I'd ever run before. And how many think, hours were you in at that point? Um, let's see. I was probably, um, 15 or 16 hours. Okay. Um, maybe 16 to 17. I think mile, uh, no, sorry, uh, two in the morning. I remember 100 mile finisher saying, like, if you can get past two in the morning, you're golden. And I remember, golden. <laughs> I remember thinking, I remember asking Tim what time it was, and he told me it was 10 30. And then I remember the second time I asked him, it was, it was um, 3 30 or wow. 4. So I had, I don't know, I just kind of, Something happened, and I got in my zone. Tim was incredibly motivating. Um, you know, he was like, just keep going. You know, let's keep going. I And I remember feeling real tired and kind of, you know, I'm supposed to be going in a straight line, and I'm going to the left. And, you know, <laughs> yes. and, and I remember whining. And, um, uh, you know, I remember making noises, and Tim was like, you know, make whatever you need. Right. Like, whether it's, oh, you know, or, oh, or, you yes. know, like, this sucks, or this is great. Or, right. You know, I paid to do this, you know, like, um, I've been training so hard for this. And, um, and uh, I remember in the middle of the night uh, seeing Tim in front of me, we had headlamps on, you know, and, um, and saying, like, um, I just, uh, and asking God to take all those prayers and put them in my heart, you know, and I swear I felt it, you know, it yes. was, it was spiritual. It was, 
it was warm. It was I, it physically. And I have never felt that before. And, you know, was I delirious? Maybe. But, you know, I, it was, um, I just felt full of love and support. And um, I was pumped. And I had my brother with me and my sister with me. And it was just, it was really, it was, the stars were aligned. Yes. Say, so it well, was great. Well, it sounds like, I mean, again, it becomes more almost a spiritual journey. Yes, As well as a physical and yeah. mental. And, I mean, it's just... There's yeah. so much encompassed yep. in that journey. So I was pumped, you know, like, yeah. um, I think I got to mile, um, 75 and I was feeling great. Um, Tim was still, uh, chugging along with me and we had a stretch that was an incline in front of us and I knew it was going to be the one, like the hardest 10 miles. And, um, I loved that it was dark because I couldn't see the constant <laughs> right, line. I was right. like, hey, well, this will be easier because I'm not going to see it. Tim helped me shave off some minutes there. I think I was 11 minutes behind getting a sub 24. And, um, we shaved off some minutes and I was feeling really good. And I, um, I just things started to go right. I started flying through the aid stations because I just didn't want to stop. And right. um, by the time the last 10 miles, we decided that my sister would run with me. Um, and I had said to Tim, I don't know if she'll be hard on, you know, motivating enough. And um, that was the stupidest thing I could have ever said because she was amazing. No. <laughs> um, but like when the, when the time to pick her up was coming, I was like, I don't want to stop. Like, tell Maria, this is what I need. Yeah. And let me have your watch because we were, I was trying to get this 24 hours yes. and Tim had calculated, like you have to keep a 14 minute pace for the next, for the last 10 miles to get the sub 24. And you know, 90 miles into a race, a 14 minute pace is kind of hard because you're taking walk breaks. You're, you hurt, you're tired. Yes, and, right. Um, so, um, but I was feeling really good. I, it kind of sucked because when I went, when I kept on going, Maria and I, Tim and I had the tunnel hill, the iconic tunnel, you go through four times if you did a hundred. Oh, okay. And, um, it's really cool. Like the first time I went through it, it was just pitch black and you feel like you're just like stepping into like a black hole and you but you see like the little tiny light at the end and you just keep on going and it was amazing because I didn't have a headlamp on luckily I had another runner next to me and we were both like whoa this is amazing yeah but then the next time we went through I had my headlamps and I was kind of sad because because I went all the way through the aid station and didn't wait for Maria um I didn't get to go through the tunnel with her but I was you know I felt like I was booking I'm sure I probably I probably wasn't going that fast, and I was, like, you know, waiting for Maria to catch up with me, um, and she did. She came, she flew behind me, and she was like, <laughs> you know, she, she caught me. She's my only sister, you know, she's 11 years older than me, so she, you know, we weren't super close when I was growing up, yeah. um, but, how many, you know, how many siblings? I have four older brothers and okay. one older sister, and Tim okay. is the closest in age to me. He's seven years older than me, so there were the five of them, and I was kind of the afterthought. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I say the mistake. My mom says the miracle. Oh. But, um, so, you know, she comes up behind me and she's got stuff for me and, um, you know, I was eating Pringles, which is hilarious, but they, you know, they, they tasted good and they were, they hit the spot and my race photo was me oh eating smart gosh, food. Oh my I love that I'm picture. A, oh, I'm such a dork. I um, love that yeah, picture. I was like, here, and I made sure like the smart food, I was like, oh, you know, <laughs> 
also, because um, I'm a goofball, but, you know, I ate what I needed and Maria was just pumped, you know, like she had been up 24 hours and um, she was just so excited to run me in. Yeah. And, you know, as you're running, you're taking walk breaks and, you know, a pacer is usually like maybe five feet in front of you, keeping you going. Well, she would get like 30 feet in front of me. She'd be like, come on, let's go. You're almost done. And I'd have to call up to her. I- I'm walking. <laughs> you know, why? You're almost there. And uh, it became the joke. I'd say, need I remind you, I've already gone 94 miles. Like, I need right. a little break. So I need to eat. And um, so I ended up finish finishing 15 minutes to spare. Wow. And, and it really was Maria's motivation, uh, you know, Tim getting me going um, when I was having hard times in the middle of the night. Um, I did, so it's a two-lap course, and this is my, I love to say this because it's, it, it, I guess it's hit home, but it really hasn't. Like, it's a two-lap course, so miles 40 to 50 are the same as miles 90 to 100. And I did mile 90 to 100 faster than I did mile 40 to 50. So when you think you've already had, you've had 50 more miles under your belt and you do it faster, you know, that wasn't just me. That was Maria helping yes. me and um, motivating me. But um, I had this plan to take it slower in, um, or to take it slow and to give myself more time towards the 24-hour goal on the back 50. And it all just worked out. And um, I was able to, you know, they say in these ultra marathons, conserve energy, not time. Like, don't go out and say, all right, I banked 10 minutes because you just wasted a lot of energy banking those 10 minutes. So I had, when I was feeling down at mile 27 because I was going slow, it was the perfect strategy because I needed to bank um, energy. And I did. Because at mile 90 to 100, I had some, you know, left in the tank. And I crossed the finish line. I was so excited, and I cried. You know, like, <laughs> I I sobbed, and I um, said, I can't believe I just did that. And Tim was saying, yes, yes. And Maria, she, you know, she saw me getting sad. She was like, you are so she says really loud because Tim was recording this and it's so neat to hear it and um it was amazing you know it was it was a lot of a lot of miles I think 660 was my total miles of training and you know my mom says it was a wonderful once in a lifetime experience because she knows how much like my family needs me right you know and right and it was a wonderful experience but man it it took a lot how long of recovery were you doing would it take well it took so it was um oh man i don't know it took me probably a week to feel normal again okay but it was not like mohican um, that was, you know, hilly. So I could go up and down the stairs normally in a couple days, whereas Mohican, I was going down the stairs backwards for several days. So, um, but, uh, getting back to running, you know, um, it was like recovery time is kind of nice because, you know, you need to slow down. Mm-hmm. And um, I find myself with a lot more energy and being able to get things done. Now, that was the first couple weeks. But now a couple more weeks have gone by and my energy level is is slowing down. So I'm like, I need to get back out there because if I want to be active, if I want to be 
alert and um, feeling good and, you know, not only physically but mentally strong, I need to get back out there because um, it keeps my energy level yeah. up. Yeah. And it makes me have really solid nights of sleep, you know, like, yes. and to be ready for the next day. So all in all, I know it's a very good thing for, for my overall well-being, right. the overall well-being of my family. Um, do you have a new, do you have but, another one on the horizon? But, you know, to, to, to mode or to, uh, commit 30 miles of running in one weekend, that's yeah. just not in my cards right now. Okay. Um, I'd love to do another one if I was, um, you know, if I had, if I could put that as a top priority, I would, right. but right now I want to focus on, um, you know, my daughters yeah. and my family and, um, but you'll do 10 K. Oh, of course. Yeah. Actually. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll coach again at tri-state running for the pig. Okay. So I'll do the pig full and I might have thought about another 50 miler yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because that's doable. I right. can do that. But right. you know, the hundred mile, it was, it was a wonderful experience. I had my goal. I had my plan to make that goal and I had the support that I needed. And, yes. um, it was all, um, a little surreal still, even for me to think right. about it. Um, one thing you said that so struck me was when I, when I had done the half marathon, which yeah. was walking, no running. Yeah. Cause if you saw me run, it's like <laughs> Mrs. Wiggins. Do you remember Carol Burnett show? Yes. And remember Mrs. Wiggins? <laughs> like that's how I run. Okay. My butt's sticking yes. out. It's, oh, it's terrible. It's so ugly. So yes, up. yes. My hands up yes. tight. Yes. <laughs> so we walked wow. and I had no idea. I didn't pay no attention to the fact of where, like the route. Mm-hmm. I never even thought to ask. Yeah. And you know my history. I sure. have panic attacks on bridges and highways yes. and or used to. Yes. Well, we, you know, we're down there at the crack of dawn mm-hmm. and it was race is ready to start and we start going and I'm so pumped and I'm excited. I'm like, oh, we're going to do yes. this. Because you know, we did the whole training thing for, you know, like 12 yeah. weeks. Yes. And, um, so ready to rock and roll. And then we get up, you know, to where the path goes and I was like, why is everybody turning right? Mm-hmm. And I <laughs> looked at, you know, Jen and I was like, why? Why are they going that way? And she was like, oh, did I forget to tell you? Like, we have to go over, over the, bridge. the bridge. Yes. And I, I thought, what? <laughs> I not only can't drive over them, yes. but there's no way I'm going to be able to walk yeah. or over this bridge. Right. So funny story is we, I'm like, I'm just going to get in the middle mm-hmm. and go over this bridge. Well, yeah. we get about a third of the way over and how, talk about God humor. The lady next to me of all the thousands of people down there. Sure turns to me and says, does it feel like this bridge is moving? Oh, gosh. <laughs> and I was like, what? What? So I'm like, and we're running. Aww, so I ran the rest of the way yeah. over the bridge, got yeah. over, and we made it, and uh-huh. we got, you know, you had to walk through Newport, get to the other bridge, mm-hmm. and there's a train going over it, and so it's like, vo, 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 yeah. vo. and so I'm starting to go up the ramp, and I thought, I can't do this, and I cried, and I cried, and I cried, and I cried, and I stopped, oh, yeah. and I said, I was like, I'm just going to have to take a taxi, and I can't do this, mm-hmm. I can't do this, but when when you said, you know, you told yourself, like, I've trained for this, yeah. I, and so I remember standing there and sending up a prayer and saying, God, please give me a sign mm-hmm. that I can do this. Mm-hmm. 
And as I opened my eyes, the caboose went by. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, all right, God, uh-huh. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. And so I said, all right, I'm going to close my eyes as much as possible. I'm just going to hold on to your shirt sleeve. Yes. And I'm just going to run blind. Yeah. But we're running mm-hmm. across this bridge. Yes. Yeah. But <laughs> Me not being right. around, I'm going to go. Yes. And so I made it across that Relentless bridge. And what? Yes. Yeah. That's what that made me Good. think of. And then I said, when I got over it, I was like, now the rest is cake. Yeah. Definitely. The rest is cake from here. Yeah, and when you so, push through the, yeah. the hard. Yeah. And whether it's the hard in your life or the hard in a, a goal that you're that you're trying to get to. Yes, absolutely. Oh, yes. Look at us. We're <laughs> at 41 minutes. I told you it goes fast. Did <laughs> it I not? Fast, yes. like it goes so fast. <laughs> so this is a question I throw at everybody only because I just think it's so cool. And you said you read through them, so maybe you'll yeah, know your answer. And I just love this question. So if you could meet anyone in the world, dead or alive, mm-hmm. who could help you with your goals of, of continuing to do these, and who would it be? Like, who who would it be to be a motivating factor? Oh, my gosh. Um, I would probably say Mother Teresa. Oh, that's mine. And is it really? I love it. I'm going to hug you. And it's such like a... <laughs> It's such like God, you know, or the president or, you know, yes. like it's such an easy answer, but it's not like I, we've been, um, the mom's group has been reading, um, one of her books and learning about the works of mercy. And she just seemed to have such, th- she could say seven words to somebody and it would be life changing. Very and profound. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. um, when I was, you know, probably a couple years ago when I was, you know, trying to be the best mom I can and trying to figure out all that I could and do what I can, you know, I realized Mother Mary is right there for us and, and I can pray right to her and ask her for strength and guidance because she knows. Absolutely. And um, so, so she kind of became who I, I mean, you know, you pray to God, you pray to Jesus, you pray to um, uh whoever you want to who's up there in heaven um but i i took her as my strength and as as my ears you know to try to let or to listen to me and um kind of an inspiration and you know reading more about mother Teresa and what she did and who she was the mother to so many people and Mm -hmm. and um, that she was just in this shield because she was working with so many sick people mm-hmm. and how her compassion for them. And, you know, she, sure, she had her hardships and she did get sick, but she was so protected because she was by, um, you know, these deadly diseases right. and everything. And just, um, you know, knowing that, you know, she was on her way to get a, um, an award and she sees somebody and that's her priority. Like, I don't care about my award ceremony. I'm sorry. I'm the guest, but I'm going to be late because I need to take care of this person. And, um, just in the little person for all things she was yes. like, I feel like if I was able to hug her, I'd break her. So <laughs> right. I, I just, I would love to meet her and just hear some of her stories and, um, being able to say, you know, you don't have to fix the world, just fix one, one thing in front of time, you. Yeah, right? touch one person in front yes. of you and, and and leave them with a smile on their face, leave them thinking good thoughts right. and um, leave them knowing um, 
that they know that somebody cares, right. um, that somebody loves them, that somebody is praying for them. Was it was um, it Saint Teresa be... the Little Flower, or was it Mother Teresa that said, "Do little things with great love"? That's mother. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was yes. mother. Is Mother Teresa? Yes. So, and it is. It's, and it is. Uh, so she would be my she would yes. be my answer. I'm right there with you, girl. <laughs> I guess you are. Yes, I love it, and, and it's funny because well, I get like my Bible. I love yeah. this because it's the Mary, Mary. version. Yes. And, Again, very, uh, very drawn to those. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's those there. Women. She's a role model for us. Yes, um, absolutely. Mother Mary and obviously Mother Teresa was too. Right, being absolutely. called mother by all those sisters. So, yes, right. Yeah, she would right. definitely be be the be the person. Yeah. Well, that's super cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for answering that question. And absolutely. so look at that. We've made it to our forty-four minute mark so i want to thank you for being with us thank you today. for having and me listening to me talk <laughs> no i think it was fantastic so inspirational i mean truly again watching thank you watching everything you've done yeah. you know on facebook with these races and um you know setting these goals for yourself and these challenges is truly inspirational and i appreciate it um, yeah i love it and i i I just think it's wonderful. So congrats. Thank you so much. All right, everybody. Well, uh, be gentle with yourselves, and I will see you next Friday. I can get to my pause.